Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Tone Talk with Mark Uzanski and Dave Friedman. Punished by questions. Um, I hope you guys had a good week. I've been sick. I had a cold. Uh, <clears throat> or, or COVID. Or COVID. Yeah, one or the other. I've, I've come stock with, uh, with these things. Mind-altering substances? Yeah, Vicks. Yeah, actually, the the Robitussin. I don't know, man. I went I went to go pick up food earlier. That's why I was running late, and um, I left my wallet at home. Got all the way there. I hate the, that. Oh man, I walked right into the place. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and so I I call my wife. I said, if you mind, I'm gonna come come home. I go, can you just leave and go pick up the food? <laughs> she's like, all right. So, <laughs> uh, she's like, a little too much cough syrup. I'm like yeah, so <clears throat> I, I have coughs. I have cough syrup tonight. It's called Glenfiddich Fifteen. Mm. It's actually quite good. That's cool. Um, I'm not drinking very much of that, but just a little. <laughs> that's a, that's a, yeah. The fifteen is. I, I never drank Glenfiddich. Always. Uh, actually, the fifteen is quite good. Actually, yeah. to be honest, I mean, I poured it and I'm like. Oh yeah, that's good. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. I want to uh, thank our last guest, uh, Rob Cunningham from Dodario. Lots of uh, information about strings. Yeah. No. In fact, now cool. I got to send him an email because I I need some like nickels. Yeah, I actually I got I bought a pair. I'm waiting for him to send them out. Um, but I went out on Amazon and just bought some nickels and I threw it on my Cali. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like them. Yeah, yeah, because it just kind of takes a little bit of the edge off, a little high end mm-hmm. off. Um, yeah, just a little of. Yeah, it sounds more like you played them for a few minutes. Yeah, you know, play, played them a little bit more, wear them in a little bit. Yeah, and I also picked up. Uh, what else did I get? I don't know if I'm gonna like them, but I figured, you know what, I'm gonna try it. I picked picked up the Pro Steels. Ah. Uh, they're yeah. they're like super bright round. I figured, all right, maybe I'll try that on a, a guitar that maybe it's like darker. Probably uh, get on a guitar if you had. I don't know if you probably don't, but uh, if you had any guitars that were tuned down a lot, probably be good for that. Uh, like with heavy strings, that if you tune it down, it'd probably be good for the cutting because that you know gets a little murky when you do that kind of thing. Yeah, I can imagine. And then I got the balance tensions. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He he was saying he loves those. And these are nine through forty, like, yeah, like, like the Eds, you know. So I figured, I, yeah. So I figured I'm gonna try them. It's it's weird. They're uh, nine, twelve, fifteen, twenty-two, thirty, and forty. Yeah, yeah. That that's how it balances the tension with the gauge of the strings or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's very good for tremolo guitars. Exactly. Or for balance, would it be for uh, especially especially guitar, especially guitars that. Um, have a stock bridge you know like a, a regular regular tremolo when you say a regular tremolo what do you mean like a fender style tremolo or something oh okay but are you talking about a, some somewhat floating uh well i mean it's good for that too i mean he kind of explained all about it on the I show for, I, I forget so you gotta go back and watch it again i know <laughs> oh man maybe uh, there's some snippets we can we can make videos well, there, out of there are you know, we really should do that. Um, I should do that. I know you're not going to do it. 
<laughs> I don't even know how to do it. I, you know, I it's I know I know very little about video editing. Trust me, I know that's why I'm like I avoid it like the plague. Um, there are some guys who are amazing at it. Obviously, a lot of YouTubers. Yeah. Um, by the way, I want to say hi to everybody. I see Jason Tong in the uh, the chat. Hey, Jason. John DeShane. I see Vinny. Um, Vinny. What's going on? Um, our usual. I'll get to all the questions and stuff. Uh, let's let's say hi to our sponsors. Uh, we've got fixpedalboard.com. So fixpedalboards.com. Thanks, Tim. Yep. I think he updated it. Uh, he did. He added. Uh, he added uh, some of the um, um, hinged uh, uh, risers to it uh, with a little. Uh, there's a little cut, cut over there on the left. There's little cutouts on the side. Oh yeah. Um, that you can you know get custom cutouts and uh, and you know have your little um, locking jacks or whatever for your pedal board. And then there's also a version of that that mounts to a temple board. Hmm. Uh, designed specifically for that. If you if you click on that, this one, yeah. If you click on it, you then get one that's mounted for Temple Audio Board specifically, hmm. and then you have shows some of the uh, deconnector plates that you can you can put on it. Very in cool the, in the center here. Uh, yeah, very cool. More stuff coming. Awesome. Thanks, Tim. Um, and then we also have Sweetwater. Dot com. Make sure you guys check out Sweetwater. Our link below. Please uh, purchase any of your Sweetwater gear from them. Um, I actually ordered just today because uh -oh. of a couple guys in the Groom's Noodler Forum. I ordered um, the EVH Iconic Combo 40 watt. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I figured, you know what? Fuck it. Why not? Um, <laughs> <laughs> They're saying so, the combo's cool? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're yeah. they're praising the the amp. They, you know, a lot of no, are... it's it sounds good. I think I think it's cool. I mean, I think it's a great budget friendly amp that can get some great tones. I, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I've seen sure. some good videos. Brown so... did a cool cool job with it. Yeah, James is a cool guy. Yeah, so, um, we love James. He's one of our uh, probably top rated shows mm -hmm. that we've done. And yeah, I, James I, is great. It's good yeah. hang. I, yeah, he was. I love when good he old says, boy. Uh, yeah, yeah, better than where you fuckers are. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Um, yeah. So yeah, Sweetwater.com. Make sure you guys check them out, please. And um, so we'll get to questions today. Make Sweetwater, sure you... aren't we doing also talking about um, Sweetwater's new deal? Oh, dude, you are so right. I I'm like spacing. Sweetwater's got a new. Are you gonna pull it up on the screen or anything? uh i will just give me one second um sweet please. sweetwater has a new um option like reverb basically to sell used gear uh in the safety of the site that they've created and uh i was looking around on it it's pretty damn cool you know and i think they're offering a promotion right now um that there's if you if you were to take your payouts and sweetwater um like on a Sweetwater card or something uh, on Sweetwater money, basically, uh, you you have zero fees. There uh, you go. You know. So, you so if you're looking to flip some stuff and then buy some new stuff, that's a great option. 
<laughs> yeah, it really you know? is. I mean, it, uh, I I was shocked when uh, when they let me know about it. I was like, wow, I had no clue that they were doing. It, it's a good. I mean, it's you know, it, it's cool. Um, I, I I yeah, I glanced around at it, and you know, it's it's up and up and going, and they got a bunch of stuff on there, and um, uh, I'm sure it will only expand. You know, as the word gets out about it, uh, it, you know, we need some more selling platforms. I think that's cool. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, especially given the light of some of the selling platforms, the fees have been going up and up. And then, yeah, uh, I mean, you know, I, I, I have a different look on the fees. You know, I kind of like, can you imagine trying to deal with the kind of infrastructure that you need to to create this site and the problems that you know are constantly you know presented to you and shipping and things it's true uh i mean it uh it, it deserves a certain amount of money i i think um and you know some some people might agree but disagree but uh uh you know i think it costs money it does. It does. Yeah. And, and no, it has to. There's no doubt about it. I think the, the thing that really sucks, at least this particular year, is because the over $600 claiming, if you Correct. Sell, you, it, well, yeah. it just makes your, I mean, yes, but it just makes your taxes harder because, uh, yeah. you know, you have to prove what you purchased that for so you don't get charged for the whole amount. You know, which, if you took is, a loss, you're not going to get charged anything, you know. But that whole thing is kind of a, a nightmare exactly it's, it's and i have no idea uh, uh what the policies are at the sweetwater thing i would assume they have to follow the same policy i, I would imagine, imagine. I, I i don't know i don't know exactly totally how that works yet with them so i don't want to i don't want to say either way no but but uh they are uh until october 31st there's no fees when you select sweetwater gift card as your payout yeah so um which might yeah. be great if you're trying to turn some gear to buy a new piece of gear you know definitely yeah i mean a lot of people would want to do that right everyone's always doing that yeah i think i think that's a a cool thing i mean yeah. obviously if you're trying to liquidate and take the money that doesn't work for you but but you know at least it gets it out there for you yep so gearexchange.com check it out um Sweetwater always thinking ahead. Good stuff. All right, let's get to some questions. Um, a whole bunch already. Oh, there's a bunch of uh, super chats also. Oh yeah, let's start oh. in. All right, let me get let me get to uh... punish me. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's go to a few before we get to the super chats. JTG, uh, thank you, man. Uh, volume pedal after an overdrive pedal and before a Friedman mini amp. For more control and turning the master volume louder that's probably a waste of time and money question mark well i mean that that's really just gonna that's really just going to control the amount of level you're hitting the front of the amp with so i mean um if you're if the friedman amps already distorted and and you're hitting the volume pedal with an overdrive like you said uh that's really just it's like turning up and down the output level on your drive pedal. I, I don't really see the point of that, really. Could you put a... I mean, if you want... It, I mean, it, it would work. I mean, and it would 
dictate how much you're boosting into the freedmen mm-hmm. um might might not be that cool mm-hmm. dustin wilborn <clears throat> hey guys i have a butter slacks and can't be bothered to lug it back and forth the rehearsal what would be the best way to get butter slacks channel three tone for practice at home hbe synergy module question mark thank you well yeah, the Butterstock Channel 3 is a lot of distortion. A lot of gain. Um, you know, the the BEOD pedal will, will do that kind of amounts of gain. You might just be able to get away with practice at home with a BEOD pedal, to be honest. Now, just the HBE alone in the Synergy modules isn't as much as gain as Channel 3. It's, it's missing the saturation circuit. Um, hmm. that is on uh, the Butterslack. So it's 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 the Butterslack channel 3 is like an HBE circuit roughly with uh, with uh, a saturation circuit on top. <laughs> so lots. Hmm. Yeah, lots of and, and a few and a few tweaks is not exactly that, but yeah. Right. Uh, Pedro Lorenco, what's up? Hey Dave, thanks for the tips on modding the Run 50, loving it. I'll watch the episode tomorrow because it will start at 2 a.m. in Portugal. Right. Well, that makes sense. Uh, I don't really remember what I told you to do, but cool. <laughs> uh, Stephen Douglas, good evening all. Dig these Ask Dave episodes. Always seem to learn something. Awesome. Thanks, Stephen. It's all based on what kind of good questions you guys ask. That's true. So remember, you can always ask questions about rigs, pedal boards, racks, amps, uh, whiskey choices, whatever you'd like. Because, <laughs> um, uh, you know, I've been, I've been doing uh, racks and pedal boards for, you know, all sorts of artists for a million years. So, um, in fact, since I was a kid. So, the wealth of knowledge sitting in my brain. <laughs> need to let it out every once in a while let's let it out bef- before you know, my head explodes before you- <laughs> mark oromi what's up man dave when's the next friedman stuff coming out and where's the friedman t-shirts hats zip ups etc coming out i have to do the official friedman uh uh merch uh site which i plan on doing shortly um i want to get a couple more t-shirt designs though just for fun so you can have some options um, there's some t-shirts I'd like to do, but I don't think I can. <laughs> I, you guys would probably love to buy them, but I, I think I might get some slack for it. <laughs> yeah. I still, I still, I would love to do the, uh, the one from Lynch. Oh, I know that's what yeah. I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> I would really like to do that, but I think I will get in trouble. Oh, especially today. Um, but no. You know, well, well, of course, you know, I'm talking about a real thing. If there's smoke coming out of an amp, you know, <laughs> yeah, of course, uh, we've all seen it. Yeah, we've all seen it happen. Dave Friedman for president. Oh boy, 2024, 2024. Dave Friedman for president. Okay, awesome, <laughs> fantastic. Uh, just, just what I don't necessarily want to do. Jason Tong, what's up, man? Hey, all. Jason, what's going on in Australia? It's early there. You got a vote from no ticket. He said I'd vote for him. So 
Well, um, you know, our choices haven't been the greatest in the world. No. <laughs> That's for sure. That is for sure. Scott Brockway, I'm wearing my It Depends shirt. How about you? Awesome, dude. I'm not wearing any Depends. Sorry. <laughs> uh, we've got John DeShane. Um, I want to get to... Uh, so did, did you answer any Friedman products coming soon? Oh, I guess I didn't answer that, did I? No. Uh, there is things coming, and they will be over the course of... Well, the one I can say for sure is the SS is launching like any day now. So you'll see some videos for that. We got a, There's a great video Michael Nielsen did and a uh, another video that's a, quite a long uh, chat with Steve. Steve and I. Uh, it's a long video. It's, it, it's mostly talking about the stuff. Uh, and then Michael's is more in-depth with the playing and and uh, and tones and things. So gotcha. they'll compliment each other. And then later there'll be uh, some other videos that'll be coming for too. Um, and then other than that, I mean, there's, there's a few other updates to a couple products that are coming. And... Uh, there's a kind of a really special product coming maybe by sometime this year still, which okay. I can't say much about. All right. Uh, Yingza Lynch. Hey, groom. Noodlers. Hey man. How are you, Jim? Oh, you know, Jim, I know Jim. Yep. I know Jim, Jim on Facebook. An amp of mine. <clears throat> oh, cool. Small box. If I recall with a sat switch. Congrats. Yep, congrats. Had it for a long time now. Oh, okay. Um, all right, let's get to our uh, super chats. Cause let's see. I'm scrolling. Don't Wasn't see there any. more than just two? Why do I just see two now? No, there's got to be more. But I'm scrolling and I don't see them yet. Oh, here's one. Roger Dat, Aloha Friday, gents. Thank you for providing this valuable service. Oh, no problem. I enjoy it. Um, Dave, please speak to latest in tube production shortages, quality, etc. Um, it's 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 not too bad uh, anymore. Um, for a minute there, it looked really grim. Um, I mean, you can get some Russian tubes still um at a quite inflated price uh, uh as in whatever i paid for say a 12 ax7 uh, is now uh double that figure so so you know that's bad uh jj's are still in short supply but they are delivering some those are eking out eventually they're going to catch up i think and then there's you know new new products from PS Vane that have come online uh, that are new newer Chinese products um, that uh, appear to be uh, we're we're using a lot of those and they appear to be great and they sound great. Uh, I'm actually more happy with the tone of them than I was previously to what I was using right before. Hmm. So um, so yeah, it's good. It's fine. Where's the PS Vane made? It's China. And well, then uh, later later this year, or the beginning of the f first of the year, then Shugong is back up and running then, too, also in China. Well, who, were, who were the you know the main China uh, tube maker. 
China's not looking too good right now either. <laughs> awesome. Let's not go. I won't go down the political route, but it's not looking good for China right now, unfortunately. I hope we can still get tubes from them. Uh, if we can't, we got a problem. Yeah. Yeah, that's a well, problem. we have a bigger problem than that. Every almost everything in this world. Oh, is I know. There. So that's true. I, I can't see them stopping that, though. No, that, that that's not going to happen. I mean, yeah. the, the trade. No, not going to happen. Probably not. I mean, their economy is based on the trade. Exactly. So, I mean, almost everything we we have and all oh, electronics. I know more Very, than just electronics. Oh, I know. There's tons of shit, but and electronics for cars and everything. Yeah. Vincent, Dave, it might be cool to video you modding my Eggnator build to a Plexi. Okay, who, who, who's going to... Do I have to video it? I'm a <laughs> shitty... I can't, I can't edit. I don't know how. I don't do that. Maybe, yeah. maybe if I can video it and send it and someone can edit it. There, there we go. You can send it to me. Yeah, it's probably someone even better, though. <laughs> okay, Any video, I, video editors out there that would love to do some stuff for no money? <laughs> well, let us know. Or minimal uh, money? Or a favor? <laughs> favor, yeah. Uh, you never know. L. Scott Music. It shows like this that will keep me guitarified because yesterday I sprained my left wrist and dislocated my pinky after a fall while running from attacking yellow jackets. Oh man. Oh my God. What the hell happened, no. man? Are you, were you on a job and the yellow jackets were at attacking? Oh, that sucks. Shit. I hate hurting my, my hand or yeah, it sucks. Well, I feel better, like, man. Sounds like you'd be okay. Hopefully you didn't get stung either. Um, excuse my sucking on a, uh, Vicks vapor drop, guys. Uh, I know all about taking medication because a week ago I was taking a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, you, you were. I, I, I got COVID like a couple weeks ago, basically. And where were you again? Well, I had COVID for about probably about a week without knowing I had COVID because it wasn't registering. Mm. And then, uh, and then I went on vacation. So I had COVID on vacation at Lake Tahoe. Lake Tahoe. Yeah. Well, to anybody in Lake Tahoe, if you got COVID. Sorry. It, it might have been Dave. Uh, Scott Brockway. Um, Tone Talk. If I wanted the Mini Freeman, which one should I get for closest to JCM 800 tone without too much gain? Well, there's only one min, Mini Freeman. I'm also meaning. Sorry, there's only one mint uh, Friedman Mini, unless you're talking about the smaller. Amps. Well, there's lots of. Oh, oh, wait. Uh, if I wanted a Friedman, a Mini Friedman, which one should I get closest to JCM 800 tone? Okay, you're probably talking the 20 watt amps then. Uh, so in the 20 watt amps, I mean, uh, none of them are exact, but maybe a runt. Maybe a runt. Uh, oh, well, yes, definitely a, a new runt of new production. 
Hmm. Uh, because the 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 boost switch goes to a lower gain, which is very reminiscent of an eight hundred. So, I would say that has to be new newest production though. What'd you change? I just changed it so it went to a lower gain structure. Hmm. Okay. So it would be a little, it would be a very similar circuit to an 800. Not exactly, but similar. Uh, Modern Vintage. Dave, if you made a custom single channel amp based on a BE channel, would it feel or sound any more pure, direct, or anything as a single channel amp versus the three channel 100 Deluxe? So you're basically talking about the Phil X amp. Pretty much. So, uh, yeah, you know, to be honest, it, it sounds a little different because you're not, there's zero, there's zero compromises to get the three channels. Uh, so there's nothing extra in there, you know, it's just the pure path, the, the signal path. So it's a little different. Is it radically different? No. A, okay. a tiny bit. And in fact, if you put two to and two and two together, you know, and used an amp switcher and was switching between it, you could probably dial them in to be exactly the same, to be honest. Mm. Okay. You can trick yourself into believing anything. <laughs> the amp switcher helps. Metropolis is back with a new amp video. Oh, yeah? What's well, they George never really on? left. They just, he's got a new amp coming and stuff, so he posted a little tidbit. Hmm. And got George back on again. I'd love to have George back yeah. up. Um, Calvio Puss. Did I say that right? Calvio Puss. Um, thanks for the super chat. I sent a super chat earlier, but evidently it didn't go through. Oh, sorry to hear that. I'll repost what I said in the chat, except for the best show ever. Uh, keep it up, fellas. Man, thank you. Well, thanks for paying us twice. You didn't have to do that, but uh, I'll, we'll watch for your 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 thing in here. Yeah, definitely. Vin, Vinny says Metropolis DVL one looks like a really cool amp. Yeah, it seems like we had some super chats and they disappeared. No, like normally, I, normally there I can find them, but uh, like there were a couple extras I thought that they just kind of I don't know why they're not like up at the top, but I they're they're there though. I still see them. Okay. Um. Let's see. Uh, Jason Tong says, Dave, I'm very interested in your views on why Marshall Stop started using a 0.68 UF cathode bypass cap on V2A in the 1987-1959 spec amps over the years. Why they stopped or started? When did they stop? Um Oh well, I guess when they started, I I understand that. I mean that that was part of the uh, you know the lead spec, so to speak, the brighter lead spec. Because um, there's lots of 1987s, earlier 50s, that had basically kind of halfway in between, right? It had the shared cathode, big fat cap on the on on the on the first tube. But then it still had the, um, I've seen some that have the 0022 cap on the output of the first lead stage. I've seen some that don't. 
Sometimes I think it was whatever they had on hand is what got used. I've seen I've seen I saw a Marshall once that had uh, no hundred K resistors in it and only had eighty two K resistors. I'm assuming that's totally because they ran out, hmm. and eighty two K was the closest value. I've seen a lot of weird stuff over the years. And you sure it was just stock or it wasn't changed? Oh, it was stock. Yeah, it was original. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Well, I fixed it, but. Uh, I've actually saw I saw another amp that had all point one caps across the whole entire board. <laughs> wow! It's like we ran out of the others. Let's just use the point ones. Okay. <laughs> Did it sound like shit? It wasn't very good. <laughs> uh, Gertha eleven three four. How do I switch channels on a Sin two with a Helix rack and the Helix control foot controller? Well, the Sin 2 just switches with program changes. So so if you, you send a program change, I don't know exactly how that works with the Helix, but if you're sending any program changes, MIDI program changes, you can switch your Sin 2. It should be possible. I, I'm positive it's possible. You know, it's, it's definitely. Yeah, okay. Christopher Crooms. Thank you, man. Hey guys, thanks for hanging out tonight. I'm new to Park Amps. Can you talk a little about the history of Park Amps? Do the new ones sound as good as the old ones? Are they like the originals? Well, Mitch Colby makes a, makes the Park Amps now, and they're and they're quite a great amp. Uh, he has various models and and different eras and different styles of the Park Amps. So Park originally um, they sound amazing. He does a great job with it. They look great. Um, Park originally was an offshoot. I don't know if I can tell this story exactly, but it was an offshoot of Marshall. And uh, I forgot the reasoning why it was an offshoot of Marshall. It had something to do with some distribution and some stores and things like that. I mean, you can you can do a little search on Google, and I'm sure you get the whole Park story. Uh, most of the parks were kind of... Uh, derivatives or the same as a lot of marshals uh so i mean there was park 50 that was essentially like a marshall 50 and they used the same transformers and things like that so essentially it was a marshall under a different brand name they look really cool though yeah definitely. i think the look was better and in fact that that's where i stole my offset thing um i always liked how a park looked so mm -hmm. I, I, I stole the offset chassis and the logo on the left kind of thing. Um, that's where that came from. And that just because I loved it. Was Townsend one of the first people to use them? Or? No. No? He was Marshall. So, so who was using Park? No one, really, no one really that comes to mind was using Park. Hmm. Okay. It, was just, it, it was just for... Uh, a specific store. I'm sorry, I don't have this exact info, right. but I think it was a for a, a specific distribution or a different store, something that they did. I, I'm gonna have to look that up exactly because I forgot. I just can't. I can't relate the story. Gotcha. Uh, Modern vintage, Dave. How would a 412 with Alnico creams sound versus a standard V30 Greenback 412 mix? Are they closer to any other speaker in tone? Are they close Alnico, to any other speaker in tone? Alnico creams are kind of um, unique. Uh, I know there's a friend of mine, Reza, that's out there that 
that always uses Alnico creams and he uses it for heavy sounds too. Um, uh, the, I, I personally sort of like the V30 greenback combo mix better, but it's not to say that the Alnico creams don't sound great. So do they sound the same? They don't definitely don't sound the same. So um, it's the best I can do. I actually haven't personally loaded a 412 with Elnico creams and and had it in my shop, so to speak. But lots of people have, and they're quite happy with it. I know they're expensive. They're they're definitely going to cost you for sure. Yep. Like the upcharge, the upcharge for us to deliver a cabinet with those is insane. Really? Yeah. Well, because they're expensive. They're it's really like, well, expensive. it's probably like one hundred and fifty dollars more per speaker, right? And, and may, or if not more, yeah. Hmm. Uh, but for us to get it and for us to load it and yeah, it's right. not, yeah. Key eight UV uh, I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, hey, fellas, taking Bruce Egnator's teaching only class this month. Oh, that's awesome. great. I'm beyond excited. Hey, Dave, will polyester versus polypropylene orange drops have difference in my slow clone? Oh, okay. You know, a lot of difference in, in capacitors. Uh, it, initially, you might think so. Um, but but in reality, like it, like I say, I always say, use an amp switcher to to do any listening to anything, because you can do it in real time and switch between two things. And um, once you do that, you realize that if I just turn the knobs ever so slightly different, you might get exactly the same tone. So. Remember that. Hmm. I mean, it could be very slightly different, but you know, might get the same tone. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so I haven't tried that exactly. So, uh, good question. But um, I, I don't think it's going to be that huge of a difference. Okay. Uh, Tobias Ryan, thanks, man. Great show, guys. Thank you. Any thoughts on a 100-watt Marshall Silver Jubilee reissues? Craven some slash tones, if no good. Any cool alternatives? Um, I had one. The it's reissues are good. They're really yeah. well really well made, probably better than the originals. Um, They're cool amps. Uh, they, sound, they sound the same. Or they sounded seemed to sound the same to me. I mean, I worked on a few of new ones at Slash Ad, actually, and... Uh, they seem to sound the same. I, you know, I I felt like it could they they could use a little bit more gain. Um, yeah, but that's not what it's about. I know exactly. That's the thing. I mean, the this in fact with the Silver Jubilee, you want to pull the gain back and turn the volume up, right? Uh, because right. that's really the tone of it. Uh, uh, when it gets too high, it just gets mucky and yeah. yucky. Yeah. Well, it's JCM eight hundred. That's what it is, really. Kind, right? Well, I mean, it's a totally different circuit. Is it really? Than anything. Yeah, it's not an 800 at all. 
I thought that it was you say, okay, no, so it's that's, not an 800 in the slightest. It's I had this different circuit. It uses clipping diodes for the distortion. Well, that's when you pull the thing out, right? Well, well, yeah, but I mean, it's not it's not 800 at all. Well, okay, totally different circuit. Amazing. I was always under the impression that no. Silver Jubilee was 800 based. All right. No. Nope. Cool. Good to know. Anybody else think that like me, or was I just the stupid one? Um. Yeah. Well. Slash tones, you could definitely get them out of there. That's that's for sure. Uh, Tim Geisy, what does Dave think of companies using cheaper caps and electronics? Get what you pay for. I mean, what is cheaper caps and electronics? I mean, I I mean, describe that. What 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 does that mean? I mean, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna use cheap electrolytic caps, they're gonna fail. I mean, film caps, uh, yeah, you know, there's not that much difference in price between even expensive and cheap film caps. You know, we the Synergy mustard caps that are handmade that we use uh, are expensive, um, but they're not that much different than other caps. You know, they they have a little something to them. Um, made in the U.S. Um, it's really when when companies save money, it's not necessarily about the elect the 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 parts like the caps. And uh, I mean, if if you use like I said, cheap electrolytic caps, okay, that can be a problem. But as far as the other components, there's not really like resistors or resistors kind of and and. Um, it's more about the iron caps are kind of like once you get down from the handmade ones, they're kind of like caps or caps. Um, so it's more about how they design the PC board. Like, uh, is it is it a cheap PC board? Is it designed to be the whole thing to be cheap? Does it use cheap um, pots and things like that? Uh that's more where the, the the where it falls apart, you know. Mm, right. Uh, um, John Waller, Tone Talk. I just got a vintage 1940s Kiesel H8 small tube amp. 1940s Kiesel. They had brand name Kiesel back then. Hmm. Um, any tips on taking proper care of such an old amp? Uh I mean, it should be gone through and serviced and and maybe uh, capped and cleaned and things like that. Um, other than that, once that's done, you're, I mean, you're probably golden for a while. So, okay. You, you know, use it because if it sits, that's when stuff happens, you know. Hmm. Well, good luck with it. Uh Oh, here's Calviepus. Ack, it says my comment's too long. I'll just email Dave later. Has to do with a 1967 Super Reverb I just acquired and a 1955 Low Power Twin. Oh, oh awesome. cool. Both those amps sound, um, that's great. Low Power Twin's awesome, and the Super Reverb is awesome. I love Super Reverb Reverbs. I wish I had one. In fact, I've been jonesing for one for a long time. I should actually just find one and buy it what's what's a low power twin i've never heard of that before twee twin 
Oh, a tween twin. Okay. Low power tween twin. So it's uh well, there's high power tweed twins and low power tweed twins. So the low power tweed twin, I think, only has two tubes, if I recall, or either that or just less voltage. Off the review, my schematics. They're expensive. But they sound. They sound more. They're more like. Uh, I mean, tweed twins are more like uh, the tweed basement. Hmm. So they have some uh, what later became Marshall Marshall kind of qualities. Uh, so it, it's like kind of a. Uh, put it real simply, it's kind of like a 212 version of a uh, 410 basement, mm. kind of. A couple little different th differences, but. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Sounds okay. great. Okay. Well, email Dave and he'll help you. Uh, purposeful Porpoise. Thanks for the super chat. Cheers, boys. Dave Brownface Princeton. 5AR4 plus 6V6S high sensitivity 12-inch speaker versus a 5Y3 plus 6V6GT lower sensitivity speaker. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> P12Q both playing on 10. How does it sound to you? Uh, first of all, I, I don't generally like Princeton's very push too hard. They tend to get a little ugly. Um, they're probably better off clean. I mean, a 5AR4 is obviously going to give you a little more voltage, a little more headroom. I don't know if it can actually handle that, though. I'm not sure about the specs of the transformer. Um, it might not be able to handle the current of the 5AR4, but the, uh, you know, traditionally, I don't know what a 6V6S high sensitivity is either. I mean, is that a JJ6V6? I mean, I, what does that mean? I don't know. Uh, 6V6GT, I mean, that could be anything. And the speakers, uh, uh, yeah, that's a matter of preference on what you what you think sounds great in, in a, you know, it's not going to make that much of a difference. Mm. I mean, I mean, they can. I mean, like you know, I I, I would put a Celestian Greenback ten in it, a ten or a twelve. Oh wait, isn't the Princeton? No, the Princeton has a twelve, doesn't it? Or is it ten? No, oh, it has a ten, doesn't it? Well, the brown face, I think it has a twelve. Oh, I'd still put a Celestian in it. I like Celestians with fenders. I think they, mm. they there's something. The fender speakers always kind of roll off the top end, like too round for me. I don't like it. So there's yeah. my useless commentary. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Equinox wants to know about Colombian gold or Afghanistan tie stick. Sorry, um, that's not my thing, man. Can't can't tell you. I can. <laughs> um, I've never tried Afghanistan tie stick. <laughs> First of all, how, how can it be Afghanistan <laughs> tie stick? Okay, he's making this shit up. I mean... <laughs> You only hear about that stuff in Cheech and Chong movies. Um, and they don't have these names anymore anyway. Nowadays, it's like uh, the icky, sticky, or <laughs> stupid names. Um, I don't know. I can't come up with any good names. Uh, but yeah, the names are pretty stupid these days. Eric Johnson, uh, Dave, 
Did you do a new pedal board or rig for the upcoming Allison Chain tour? No, it's the same rig. <clears throat> He's got multiples of that rig, so it's not changing. Ah oh, man, I'm dying over here. It seems like whenever it hits like nine o'clock at night, ten o'clock, I start feeling like shit. I don't Why know. Do I have COVID. I'll test afterward. <laughs> Guys, you can't you can't get sick from me. So uh hey Dave, any updates on the naked mark two run? Uh sorry. No. I have no update comments. Mm. Uh I'm actually my, my big problem is transformers. So I can't uh just come in and take 30 sets of transformers from my production uh it's just that won't work so um uh, i'm gonna try to start like limping them out shortly all right i see how you got to work it yeah um yings a lynch any chance of getting sykes on the show unfortunately we keep uh, trying man it's, it's, I keep trying. I keep trying. Maybe you never know. It might happen one day. Okay. If I get him on just the right day, maybe I can get him convinced. Thoughts on the Fender layoffs? Is demand still strong for Friedman? Demand still strong for us. I mean, uh, if you look at the Fender layoffs, uh, I mean, yes, there were some higher ups that got axed, uh, but a lot of them were the night shift in corona uh, uh, from what i understand the majority of them were um so and what is selling for fender is the low end and the high end and not the mid so high end custom shop things and higher price things and then the lower end of their guitars which are imports you know uh, mm -hmm. varying varying import prices um so eh, you know I mean, there was a lot of people hired and a lot of demand and there's stuff during the pandemic and now it it's now it's tapering off, you know? And uh so uh things happen, you know, unfortunately, you know, it sucks for everyone involved, but no doubt. Uh okay. Yeah, Stephen Douglas was asking about the Fender had to lay off three people, three hundred people. Yeah. Yeah. But from what I understand, the majority, I mean, there were some higher ups that got let go. And I could be wrong, but from what I understand, the majority of all those people were left off from the evening. The uh, Evidently, they were running a 24 hour shift. Hmm. They're making stuff. Well, our friends that we I didn't know, even know, you know, our friends that we know there are, are still safe, right? Yeah. They're still there. Okay. Good. Um, Brad Cook. Hey, Mark and Dave, love listening to all the guitar geek knowledge. All the best from Australia. Hey, thank you. Hey, Brad. What's happening? Awesome, awesome. awesome. Uh, Mark, lefties for life, dude. Also love my Friedman-JJ Jr. combo. Don't know what I'm going to get next. Twisted Sister or a small box? Twisted Sister? <laughs> Twisted Sister. That, that's uh, a new version of the twin sister. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's turned to 10. That's the Twisted Sister. It's all backwards. <laughs> yeah all the knobs work in reverse yes 
Okay, well, there you go. It's uh, for lefties. So we call yeah, it for lefties. lefties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, Boogeyman. Is there a difference in voltage, US 120 volt, 60 hertz versus EU 230 volts, noticeable in sound of amps? Man, you know, that's that's really hard to AB, uh, although I've been in Europe before, and I haven't really noticed that the amp sounds different. So could there be? Yes. But how, how are you going to really AB that? You know? Mm. I mean, there's a way you could do it with a certain piece of gear, which I don't own, that uh, would be that can change the hertz and stuff here. But um, that's not happening. Michael Nielsen, what's up, dude? Hey, dude, what's happening? I hope you're doing well. I miss hanging with you. I wish we could have a drink and hang. Um, he's a great dude. Great guy. And a killer player, too. Absolutely. Wait till you see this new video. Oh. The it's coming. Years. You're singing shortly. Steve Stevens. Uh, Dave, what's the greatest compliment you ever received? Oh, that's easy. I got this down. So when I restored Eddie Van Halen's Plexi Marshall and did all the, the tweaks that I thought from reading and knowing my own research and things that that i felt was right you know um he he told me he goes oh that's the best it sounded in 20 years mm. so right then it was like yeah that's over <laughs> where, where do you go from here right, it doesn't matter what anybody else says yeah. at that point that was cool um, I don't know if you want to do a shot with me, but I'm doing some Robitussin. Okay. Sure. Robitussin. <laughs> ah. Ah, that's a good <laughs> stole there. All right. Okay. Um, let me keep scrolling here. Scrolling for questions. Uh Razor is a career video dude and friends with Dave. Maybe he'd do it. Uh, you mean about the... Um, yeah, I'm not asking him to do that. Editing video. No, he's a busy dude. Um, Josh Lamas. Dave, what new compressor pedal would you recommend for Super Squash 80 clean chorus tones? I'm afraid of buying old Dynacomps. Think flesh for fantasy. Okay, well, if you like that kind of thing, I mean, a Wampler Ego compressor is great. Um, the Exotic SP compressor is quite good. It's a little tiny thing, and uh, it totally does that Dynacomp squash for sure. Yeah. Or get yourself a vintage Dynacomp. RAF 5.13 uh thank you for the super chat evening guys do you like the way the sin one sounds with irs no power amp asking because some preamp pedals sound farty without a power amp hmm. no it sounds quite good it sounds quite good with irs I, I i i don't i don't think that's too much of a problem I, I mean unless you're um you know driving a power amp uh 
really hard, you're not really getting much out of it. You know, you're not really, it's not, you know, it's not really imparting too much on the tone. Uh, Dave, did you lose your smell or taste? Not this time. <laughs> I haven't done that. that. That hasn't. That hasn't. The previous me. time in January, I did. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't experienced. My wife had. I've, I've had COVID twice, so I had it in January, and then I had the newest BA five one right, basically right now, or not right now, but like a week ago, week two weeks ago. Hmm. Uh, although this one was a little worse, to be honest. This was definitely worse than the first one. Uh, it got into my lungs a little bit more. And uh, until, uh, I mean, I'm still kind of coughing up a little bit of stuff, but today was pretty good where I didn't really. So uh, it's, uh, it's on the mend. It's, it's, it's almost completely out of me. Today I felt almost like normal. Oh, that's good. Yeah, the crazy thing is I got, um, towards the end of the COVID, I got dizzy. Yeah, you and, said that before. Uh, yeah, you and, told me and, that. And, and, and some people do get dizzy on COVID. And uh, I talked to another uh, client of mine who had it recently. And he goes, yeah, man, I, I, I felt that. I got that, too. It was, like, concerning. <laughs> wow. You know, that's when you get the pulse ox monitor to make sure that you're, you know, yeah, yeah your, right. your level is, is good. I went and bought one. <laughs> oh, wow. Just to make sure, you know. Yeah, I remember well, those things. It was kind things. of a weird thing because when I was having it, I was in higher altitude too. So it was double whammy, you know? Mm. Um, so. Guitar Jedi, any good modern tube testers, or is it best just to pick get an old Hickok tester? No, the uh the one um what's it called? Hang on. Uh Orange? Orange has one, right? I don't know. Uh, the Maxi Matcher. Hmm. MaxiMatcher.com. I mean, that, to be honest, that's a, I mean, that's the really good one. Uh, it's not cheap by any means. And if you want the preamp tube, um, if you want the preamp tube one, that's really not cheap. <laughs> mm. But I mean, that's what we use for stuff here. I have both of those. Max, Rick MaxiMatcher.com, I do believe. Yes, that's it. Recovery. Dave, do you need a load on the new little mini amps like the slow SLO mini? No. no. Nope. You're fine. Um, Patrick Miller. What's up, man? Uh, did you guys hear Doug Rap reports Friedman Strat demo? Hell yeah! Playing on the one. I did not. Would that? I think we, or at least we were going to, or maybe did on shared it on Instagram, hmm. maybe Facebook. I don't know. I don't handle that. But uh, uh, it was sent to me. Should we share this? I'm like, yes, we should. So <laughs> I, maybe we did. What amp was he playing out of? B100. Mm. And he was playing a Friedman Strat. He was playing Valley. Friedman Strat, and it looked like a B100 he was playing out of, and he was ripping, <laughs> ripping Van Halen. Awesome. Doug's great. Um, 
would that guitar be ideal? I mean, I mean, it it does it definitely captures that because the, I mean, the spirit of that is in my DNA. So like everything I do is gonna have some elements of that in it. You know. Uh, our modern five Y threes. Thanks, purpose, purposeful purpose. Uh, not actually true five Y three Y threes. Heard JJ's and new old stock are only true spec five Y threes right now. All the others raise plate voltage too much. Same with six V six, which six V six for lowest wattage. Thank you. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs> uh, you know what? Frankly, six V six, uh, uh, options are kind of dismal. Um, and as far as the five y three, I have no idea because I don't really live in that world, and I almost never use that tube. As far as I know, the five y threes available are fine. Um, but I've never sat there and actually, you know, uh, you might know more than I do with that one. That's just not something that comes through my wheelhouse often. Hey, I've got this old RCA six v six. But you see that. The black kind of thing that's fine yeah you see how it still work it still works yeah it'll be fine okay what what is that Where good question a lot of the a lot of those old tubes were like that and stuff and and really generally they work still forever okay yeah this is a this came in my uh champ yeah good stuff yeah the champ is um it's in the shop Oh yeah, it died. Yeah, well, <laughs> good stuff till it died. Good stuff. It sounded great until it died. And this was the other uh, RCA. It'll never five, sound the same again. This was a five Y three that that I had out of there. Also, I replaced them, um, but um, they all worked. I'm just going to wait for him to give me back the amp, and I'm going to put these back in. Yeah. Um, See if it fails then. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, so oh, that's too bad about six v sixes. You they're not too many. Well, I mean, there's some that exist, but I mean, like six v sixes. So which ones are you going to use? So you have, you had electro harmonics that had some, but that's hard to get right now. And then there was JJ six v sixes. So uh, with electro harmonics, um, they were okay. They were pretty good. The JJs can handle really high plate voltage. That's pretty cool. JJ's are really rattly in combo, so that's not cool. Mm. Um, there's just not a lot of options. It's not like when you say you have EL34s, right? So you you know you have like Mullard, uh, Svetlana, you have PS Vane, you had uh, ones out of uh, China from Shugang, you have uh, JJ's, you had Tungsol, you had um, well, I don't know. Those, 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 you know, six or seven of them right there, just I named, and so you had lots of options. You know, like that. You know, they all sound a little different. And they all do a little different thing. Six v sixes, you don't have hardly any options. I mean, there's a new China one too, but I don't know how good that is yet. And so, I mean, it's it's kind of slim, slim pickings there. Hmm. I mean, if you're you can get some, you know, um, NOS ones. That'd probably be good for it. Mm. Drew LeClaire. Hey, guys. Nice to catch one live. Oh, good. 
Dave, have you run across the Marshall 6130th anniversary amps where the power tube arc over causes the MIDI channel switching to die? Do you have a solution? Man, I don't have a solution. I understand what you mean. I remember that amp. What's the greatest, proudest Marshall moment that amp? <laughs> um, uh, I, I think they did better later. Um, I mean, there were, there was issues with DSLs too. You know, they had like, uh, bias drift issues that they later fixed on pre later boards. And now you can buy a replacement board for them. And, um, I don't have a solution. Hmm. That might be, yeah, I don't even know if anyone has a solution for that. Marshall, maybe. Maybe. Sorry, I don't have I don't have a good answer for you. Okay, Blake Burris. Hey guys, ever thought of having someone on the show who's involved with Alex Van Halen? His drumming is such a big part of VH, and his snare tone is the real brown sound. Uh, that's what they said. Uh, any chance? Um, I I mean I know one person that was involved with Alex for years. John Douglas, who who built all his drum kits and was his, his drum tech, uh, and who now plays in Aerosmith, hmm. he's the the drummer for Aerosmith. They replaced oh. Joey Kramer. Uh, yeah, that that kind of happened. I didn't hear what? that. Yeah, yeah. Remember when that was all going down? When well, I remember that he had a problem with them, like getting in. This was yeah, a couple yeah, years I think, ago. I think it's still. It's then still then they going on. Wow. Interesting. That sucks. Um, look, we'd lo we'd love to have Wolfgang on. Yeah, I got I got to revisit that because I mean that wasn't a no, that was a yes, but uh, not he had finished doing promo and stuff. So I'm gonna uh, get with his publicist and again and see if we can get him on. We'd love to do that. Yeah, because uh, I mean that wasn't a no; it was just not right now. Mm -hmm. See, uh, yep. Yeah, I thought it was just a silver eight hundred. Nope, yeah. not at all. And then here's Eric Johnson. I thought it was a eight hundred plus a diode gain stage. Nope, not really. See, we're all fucking wrong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, a Synergy Jubilee model might be nice since it's different than an eight hundred. It's actually not a bad idea. In fact, I was posed some questions about what should be next for Synergy. So um, it's not That's a bad a idea. Not a bad idea at all. Hmm. If it's really that different of a circuit, wow. I mean, I I, I, I threw some stuff out there like, you know, hey, uh, what should we do? And and we're uh, like, there's, there's certain things that are hard to do. You know, like if you're talking like vintage style amps, hmm. Uh, where where you're relying on power amp distortion and stuff, that can be really problematic to try to do in a synergy format, you know, mm -hmm. uh, because it, you just can't do it. It's you don't have the whole amp, you know, right? Unless you plan on cranking, you can it. kind of maybe simulate it in a fashion, um, but it's still not truly really that. Um, that's a pretty good idea, actually, though. I like it. 
Yeah. Call Everyone. it something like the, the, I don't know, silver or something. Yeah. I'm sure it's one of them were already taken by, uh, <laughs> yeah, the silver. I don't know. But that's a good one. That that's, a, cool. that's a good one. That would sell. I, I also, I also said, how about like you doing, you know, the RG Randall series? You know, the solid state thing. Mm. I think that'd be pretty cool. That would, those are cool amps. Yeah. Well, you definitely. You ever, you, to you, heard, you ever heard one of those before? I've never heard one in person. Um, That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Yeah, man. They had a thing. They're really tight, they're, right? They're they're pretty cool. I mean, they had a thing. You know, the RG stuff had a thing. Well, that's uh, that's Steinbeck, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, think of well, wait, uh, or yeah, maybe originally. <laughs> I was Lynch too originally. Oh. Okay. <coughs> Mark's choking. Ah oh, man. At yeah, least you feel real good, right? Oh. <laughs> my head's pounding and I, I also when i was coughing yesterday in bed i pulled something yeah, you know it sounds like covid to me <laughs> really yeah oh, it, it would it wouldn't surprise me um yeah modern vintage dave do el eagle creams have any special magnet or anything in particular that make it a 320 dollars speaker uh it has El Nico. <laughs> So Al Nico is expensive. Al Nico is expensive. Uh, at least from what I understand. Super Chicks, what's happening? Hey, Dave and Mark, or Mark and Dave. I hope you're both well. I, I've seen better days. Um, <laughs> uh, how would a 2EV12L and 412 cab sound? Top or bottom loaded? Thanks. Uh, with like some Celestians? uh you got me you might have an issue with um impedance because uh, i mean a lot of i mean you could do it if, if you got eight ohm celestians um i mean boogie did a celestian in an ev for years you know they did a 90 watt black shadow black widow or shadow or whatever it was called and their ev12l and cabinets for years um uh, I don't know how that would sound. I'm now I'm actually kind of curious. Now I almost want to do a cabinet like that. Mm. Yeah, I have two vintage EVs sitting here, so I'm like, ooh, maybe. Be heavy as hell, though. Wait, do I have two EVs? I gotta look what I got. I think I bought two. Thanks, Super Checks. James Murphy says, uh, respect, Dave. Appreciate the customer service with all the dim, dumb questions I've emailed over the years. No problem. Keep keep them coming. It's fine. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm used to it all now. Uh, Chris, Christian Daniel. Hey, Mark, is there a vintage money no problem amp you would buy today? And Dave, is there a new modern amp you would want to buy today? Uh, Wait, yeah. I don't get the vintage choice? <laughs> i know uh, what my vintage choice would be i i'd like uh can i take your vintage choice yeah but i can, can I, I go first go, go ahead finish I'm, what you're i'm gonna, gonna i'm gonna go uh tweed basement mm. that's a nice one nice one yeah that's i would like again because i had it once a a vintage park 50 watt 
Lee Nam in black. Actually, in red. Let's let's if if there's no 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 question about it in red. <laughs> um, that's what I'd want. Uh, not because it's that much different than anything else. It's just because it looks cool. <laughs> uh yeah that they definitely look cool uh and for me is there a modern amp i would want to buy today um modern amp shit um mm, not really i mean i i i guess the only other one yeah the only other one that i i really have kind of been jonesing for is the twin sister but i know there's something else coming so um i'm just hanging um Modern amp, modern amp. Hmm. The Red Seven amps uh, look really cool. I, oh, they're cool. Yeah, I, I heard one that Pete had that he did a video of. Hmm. Um. Hmm. Oh, the other thing for the vintage no something Pro. that really made me want an amp. Okay, so can it be a modern amp but a vintage sound? Sure. Okay, so uh, Todd Sharp, uh, the Todd Sharp uh, Jote 20 or something, that amp was amazing sounding. I never had heard of it. In fact, we should have Todd Sharp on. Hmm, I've never even heard of his amps. Todd Sharp, uh, Todd Sharp uh, was a uh, session guitar player for years, played with Rod Stewart and did everything. Hmm. I, I knew him from my Andy Brower days. And he later uh, went on to do Nashville amplifier service in Nashville. Um, and then uh, had his own line of amps now, which sound incredible. Um, oh, wow. So um, actually, that's a great idea. Let's get Todd on. Todd's awesome. Okay. All right. um, remind me. I you can send him an email. Uh, uh, it's not for everyone. It's, it's definitely a vintage style amp. Uh, uh, but it, man, it just sounded so good. Oh man. First time I heard it, I'm standing there going, oh man, that's good. I want it. Oh, wow. It's expensive. What, you know, what was the style of it hard to say, hard to put it into words. Exactly. Hmm. Um, I don't even know if I can put that into words, what it is. It's a little different than everything. Mm. It's got an unbelievable sounding reverb in it. Like okay. just like you hear it and you're just like, oh my god, that's amazing. Mm. You know, I would buy oh, the. Another, uh, uh, wait, I got another amp that that would be uh, a modern amp. I'd like to have that also is more vintage voiced. Uh, one of Stevie's Sound City amps. Stevie Fry at Sound City amps. Right. Uh, yes. I mean, I've heard a, a few, a bunch of those as time has gone on and where I'm like, oh yeah, that's great. Uh, yeah, that they would be cool to have the, um, I would want that train wreck. Oh, like the real train wreck. The one that Pete had. Oh and, my God. I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll go with that for the vintage thing. Yeah, I think if the money was no problem, money was no problem. I want that specific train. That that amp, yeah, yeah. that amp. Just even in video, that was like amazing. Godlike. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, totally. And that was a great question. Thanks. Someone uh, was saying, "Can you can you make that in a synergy module?" And I'm like, "No, 
Yeah, there's no, more to it than not going to happen. This is a good question from Vinny. How are super reverbs different than twin reverbs? Man, to be honest, all blackface fenders are almost identical. Um, they have sometimes they have mid pops pots, sometimes they have fixed mid pots. Um, and as far as the power sections, uh, they're very similar. They just would change the output transformer uh for different you know wattages and or speaker combinations uh that they were doing but you know the front end of it a blackface super and a blackface twin and a blackface deluxe are essentially all the same amp um mine minor little things here and there are different but um they're all really the same it's just the power wattage you wanted out of it Twin being the highest, super probably being the second. A pro reverb is really a super. It's just a, with a two twelve with a weaker output transformer. Hmm. Um. So I mean, pro pro reverb is kind of a sleeper. Uh, uh, that that I mean that's a great amp, and if you change the speakers out to some Celestians, you can, it really gets good. Hmm. That was the old Mike Landau thing. Used to have a pro reverb, and he ran for years with finished thirties in it. Actually, hmm. yeah. Uh, Barry Provost Kiesel was Kiesel nineteen forty six to nineteen forty nine, then changed to Carbon. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah, didn't know. I that. actually didn't know it was. It went that far back. Me either. But wow, that's they, crazy. I bet you they were cool in nineteen forty six to nineteen forty nine, as opposed to today. Uh, um <laughs> I'm I'm not a fan. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um that's just me. Well, there's a lot of people that aren't necessarily fans of well Kiesel. Yeah, I'm I'm not a fan. I mean I've I've seen some really cool guitars out of them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, I mean I've seen some amazing guitars. So I mean I can't of their business practices or whatever goes on at their thing, I can't really say. I haven't had no dealings with them whatsoever. Yeah. So um, I mean, I'll be know, a lot of a lot of people say a lot of things, and I got to say that I've seen a bunch of guitars that are great. So mm, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. So it was it was his reaction when I asked him to be on the show. That uh, oh. that I was like, come on, dude. Okay. Yeah. But what did he say? He said, uh, May as well air the dirty laundry now. He looked at the card and he goes, Yeah, man, I'm I'm way too busy for to do internet stuff like that. Sorry. And he handed me the card back. That was dumb. Yeah. I was like, Okay, all right, thanks. Thanks, bro. Well, You're you way know. too bit. Hey Jeff Kiesel, if you if you still want to come on, we'll I'd be willing to do it. Okay. But, um you know, yeah. If anybody want knows Jeff and he wants to come on the show, I'd be happy to have him on. Uh, um, I mean, I mean, I've seen the, some of the Vader Vader guitars that he did with headless that were. Um, I remember. I always it was always kind of interesting because I always was, uh, you know, like I I had sort of dismissed Carvin over the years, and. Um, but several times people have plugged in their, well, Kiesel, later Kiesel, uh, 
hmm. guitars into our rigs that I've been involved with, like especially the little short scale little Vader things and um plugged them in and and where you're like, wow, that sounds great. Hmm. <laughs> you know, like and you're like looking at wow, those pickups sound great. Wow, that sounds great. And, well, I mean, uh, he had a great booth at Nam, and the, the guitars were beautiful. Yeah, I mean, there, I mean, the little Vader like headless, which is not my thing normally, but I mean, there was, I mean, I had some artists that had them and uh, had seven string versions and stuff, and and they plugged them into the amps, and they're just like, well, that sounds great. Okay, yeah. so something was being done, right? Mm. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah, maybe if he. I mean, they're. I mean, they're, I mean, they're, you know, they've had their ups and downs over there, but you know. Yeah, I don't know. Don't know anything about it, really. What is this, Mark? What does your sponsor Sweetwater have to do to get you to buy strings through them rather than from Jeff Bezos? <laughs> uh, you know why I bought them on Amazon was because I actually had a credit with Amazon. Um. So that's why I got go. Um, but I would normally get my stuff from Sweetwater. Always. I just bought my, uh, my EVH iconic from them, but with true, uh, full disclosure had credit. Uh, we have a credit card that we use that gives us points through, uh, Amazon. And sometimes I just like to use it. So, but good question. That's a fair question. Calling me out. I got you. <laughs> uh let's see we get some more super chats i think uh i was just talking with dave about this modern vintage john shanks yes that'll be happen soon yeah definitely want to have john on um when he was in my car we talked about it uh freeman twad deluxe <laughs> uh you know in the vintage line, I would like to do maybe a Fender S sort of thing. Um, what's that? What what that is going to be? I don't know quite yet. Um, my concept is maybe to have a um, a higher powered. Um, Princeton. So in the format and the size of a Princeton, but a little more headroom and a little higher power. So it's almost like a deluxe was a Princeton in size. Maybe that might be a concept. Um, but then again, you know, I also got to bring it in. Generally speaking, people don't want to pay too much for clean amps. So uh got to bring it in at a somewhat reasonable price. You know, and that's harder to do. Mm. Okay. Um, Every, everything's harder to do these days at a reasonable price. Yeah. Adnan Suleiman, thank you. Hey, Dave, could the mic no mo be paired with a preamp, JMP1, tri-axis? I guess the power amp color would be missing. Any recommendations? You could you could definitely uh, pair the mic no more with a JMP1, for instance. 
Uh, it might be because of the padding that we have in the mic no more. It might be a little lower in level. Uh, but if you turn up the outputs a good amount, you might be able to get it usable at least to a mic level. Um, uh, so, uh, and it would sound good. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. In fact, I've done it. I've done it before where I took uh, a, a BEOD pedal into a mic no more into uh, a mic preamp. And I could get enough level with the mic preamp out of the the BOD and the mic no more. Hmm. Uh, I, the mic no more is ideally suited for speaker level going into it. So it pads it down to a certain extent. Hmm. But um, you could still get enough out of it. And surprisingly, the BOD man into the mic no more sounded epically good. Really? Uh, into into the interface, yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, really good. Um, Mark and Dave, what about Zach from Mythos for a show? He's a cool dude and a great builder. Mythos. <clears throat> Mythos pedals, is that? Mythos. Yeah, I don't know what Mythos is. Pedals, maybe? <clears throat> yeah, I sure. think so. Yeah, that might be an option, sure. Um, also, also, I was talking to um, 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 hang on. I was talking to because I'm can't remember anything. Uh, Kevin from Iconic Guitars. Hmm. And Kevin is awesome, <clears throat> dude. And we should have him on too. Makes makes some amazing guitars. Uh, they're beautiful. Yeah, um, uh, and he he's a really knowledgeable guy, and a really cool dude. So it makes him here down in San Diego area or Ocean I I, uh, uh, Carlsbad or Oceanside or something. I mean, somewhere. I think I met him. He's a builder, right? Yeah, he's great. He's got a beard. No, doesn't have a beard. No, maybe he shaved it. Um, uh, he might have. Yeah, maybe. Maybe uh, uh, he's uh, he's great. Iconic guitars are really really nice. They also yeah. do the BC Rich Custom Shop guitars. Oh, do they? And they do some other companies that maybe he can't say all of. Um, but uh, really high end, really cool guitars. Yeah, their their NAM booth yeah. was cool, and it, it was nice, cool, and they're nice great guy. guitars. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Dave, is your LA shop open for trying out and comparing amps after you get well? Uh, uh, yes, it is, but uh, um, I don't have much here, so you have to email me and let me know what you're interested in trying out, and so I can arrange to have whatever I need here for you to try out. We don't have much. We don't have really a demo setup anymore here. Mm -hmm. So I always wonder this question too. JMP twenty two hundred four rocker. How did Marshall pull off the 20-watt amps using EL34s when most, most others use EL84s? I know Dave runs them hot. Uh, uh, Marshall ran them cool. Uh, they were lower plate voltage and cathode biased. Oh, okay. They'll never fail in the amp, which is probably good. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, 357 Mag, thanks, Dave and Mark, for doing Tone Talk, my favorite show. Thank you. I'm getting a Freeman Cali to go along with my small box head. Awesome. Awesome, man. I They're love in my short Cali. supply, so grab them up. 
I love my Cali. I got mine right here. I have several to the right of me laying on the floor <laughs> because it's that it's is beautiful. a cool one. Oh, I love this guitar. Yeah, I really that do. is a cool one. I play it all the time. It's got the nickels on it. So cool. Yeah, which sound good. Um, yeah, enjoy your guitar, uh, 357. Um, okay. Demetrius Patton. Hey, Dave, do you know if all the Synergy preamp modules have the same phase per channel? I was thinking no. about blending two loaded Sin 2s. They do not. In fact, they will radically change. So, no. No channel and or no preamp is the same phase. Um, if you're if you're planning on blending, you need to have a way to reverse the phase of at least one of the preamps on the fly with a switcher. Uh, it can be done. I've done it for like I mean I remember when I did Lincoln Park rigs, they had two preamps and they were blending things and there was a I had a phase reverse loop. There's ways of doing it, but um, no, they're definitely not the same phase. Hmm. Any any multi-channel amp, even um, if you're blending them, generally the channels are all out of phase with each other. This is a normal thing because the more gain stages stages you stack on top of, like every gain stage flips the phase. So say on my amp, say you have a BE channel and you kick it in, into HBE, it flips the phase. Really, I didn't so. Know and the same thing with so a fender so a be channel has three gain stages so that means it's out of phase in phase out of phase a fender channel has two gain stages so that means it's in phase or out of phase then in phase and then a hb channel is um so out of phase in phase out of phase in phase so this oh. this is normal with most like channel switching amps and things. I know they're kicking in different gain stages. Yeah. Uh, Tom Rains, hey Dave, I have a runt and a black star. I like to use them in stereo. What's a good pedal to split the signal? Uh, are you looking for just a straight split, like um, not like a stereo pedal for? per se or something like uh if you're looking for just a straight av box or something that will split uh the radial twin bones uh av box twin city sorry twin city av box it's blue it's small that will split uh, it great and it has a phase reverse switch on it and everything so as ground isolation phase reverse that'll work perfect until i do mine uh jim mun can you describe the difference in the j camp versus the be what did he want that was different oh man uh so uh you know the j camp started because he he had a small box and he essentially used both well he used the plexi channel on it on 10 so that was the core the core tone um so then um, he liked the lead channel, but 
when he ran all the masters on 10, it's a little much, a little too much gain, you know, um, because you're getting all the extra gain from the power section. So then we developed the 100 watt and the 100 watt um, on the lead channel uh, for Jake, he would still run the plexi channel on 10, but the lead channel, he wanted a little more gain. So we made it an 800 circuit, which just adds a kind of a low gain tube stage to a plexi, basically. That's the, the gist of it. So uh, he could turn it on 10 and it would just be a little more gain. The higher gain mode on that amp was just because um, people are not going to turn these on 10, right? So we needed to come up with something that was a, a higher gain version for people that weren't going to turn it on 10. So we essentially developed a, a circuit that um, would get that kind of tone, but at lower volumes. Well, that's cool. So uh, that was the whole logistics of it. Um, it's different than the BA channel for sure. Randy. We we should we should do this on every show, Dave. Tell us a Van Halen story. Okay, hang on. It's a, um, Van, it's a Van Halen break. All right, I got a Van Halen story. So, um, and we're gonna have this guy on the show soon. So, uh, my best friend growing up was uh, a guy named Marty, who runs Motor City Guitars in Detroit, which is an amazing guitar, old school kind of guitar store they have you know they carry all the major brands and they they carry the high-end brands and and uh it's it's a huge store it's developed over the years everyone in the tri-state area pretty much goes to that store um and uh so i got a call so i was uh what was the story so um I was in Chicago with Van Halen because something was going wrong or something didn't sound right or something like that. So I got flown to Chicago and I was there for one show and then they had a day break and then they had another show. So after the first show, they, they said, can you just stay on to the next show? Um, because ah, we just want to make sure everything's cool. Like, okay, sure. It's your dime, you know? Um, so I was there and we had, we had a good time in Chicago and good time at the shows. And, uh, so I went, I flew home and, uh, a minute I get home pretty much, I, maybe a day later, I get a phone call, you know, from Ed's, uh, guy, Matt. And he goes, yeah, man, out of Chicago, they dumped the rack on its face God. Uh, off the truck. And, man, can you fly out? Oh, God. I'm like, okay, where? where? Oh, we're going to Detroit. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So my best friend growing up, Marty, that I mentioned before, um, uh, I hadn't really seen or talked to really in quite a long time 
And, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to Detroit. I, I hadn't even been in Detroit for a while. Um, I'm going to Detroit, man. I got to look, I got to look Marty up. And, um, and so I'm like, ah, oh, shoot, I got to call the store and I got to convince them to give him my number and all this crap, you know? So I call the store and of course he answers. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, oh, okay, great. <laughs> Dude, Easy, how man. are you? You know, um, and I go, Hey, I'm coming out there. You want, you want to come to the Van Halen show? Of course, of course he does. Right. You know, of course he does. So, uh, you know, he meets me at the show and, uh, you know, I, I, I look at Ed's stuff that fell and, and this and that, and, you know, no big deal. It was no, no, you know, they, they were just being cautious. It was no big deal. Right. Uh, so I fixed whatever there was to be fixed and it was all good. And, uh, and we go to sound check and, and, um, so my friend is with me, you know, cause he's, he came early and was just hanging out with me mm. and he's with me and Ed, Ed, Ed comes out and I'm like, he, he gives me a big hug. He's like, Oh, thank you, man. Yeah. You know, blah, blah, blah. And then, um, and then I go, Hey man, this is my, uh, this is my best friend or pretty much my brother growing up. And, uh, and he's, you know, he lives here and he's here with me and he goes, Oh, great. Yeah. And he, and he just goes, he, Marty goes to shake his hand, but he just goes and gives him a big hug and a kiss. <laughs> and, and I just saw Marty's face. And it was just like, you know, like, uh, <laughs> uh, okay. You know, because we were growing up as kids, you know, and, Never in a million years were you going to think that was going to happen, you know? Right, right. So, um, so he, man, the smile on his face that he got after that, and then he, you know, Ed walks up on stage and trying the rig and ripping, ripping through some stuff, and it's just like he's just like, oh my, pinch <laughs> me. Yeah, I think that made his day, and and I, I think ultimately we want to have him on the show, uh, you know, talk about times past and 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 some of this, you know. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, I think I think that because uh, it's a major store. It's a it's a beautiful. It's a it's a great store. Uh, I'm sure some of you know what it is out there. Yeah, Motor City Guitars, right? Yep, absolutely. Yep. Um, yeah, love to have them on. Uh, yep. Cars in depth. A lot of old car radios use six feet six tubes. Did not know that. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah, Dave was talking about this earlier. The PS Vane uh, preamp valves. Yeah, they sound they sound really great. Um, maybe the ones available now might not be the best for first slot uh, on high gain stuff, but in the other slots, they're great. You know what? What's up? Take a question, answer it, but I got to use the restroom. Okay. <laughs> uh, we got super chicks. Guys, thanks for taking the time to do this show. Love it, Mark. Feel better soon, man. Dave, Dave, thanks again for your help with everything and having such a big heart. Sharing your knowledge with us is a real gift. I agree. Um, I agree that having Dave do these shows is a real gift because 
it's fucking awesome that Dave wants to spend this time answering people's questions when uh, he can be doing other things. So I agree. Thanks, Super Chicks. Really appreciate your question or your uh, your comment. Um, let's see. Let's see. Uh Doug Morricelli, Dave just mentioned the DSL bias drift. Was that an issue with the 50 watt or just the 100 watt? I think it was an issue just with the 100 watt. I had a 50 watt, didn't have that issue, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Um, but I'm fairly certain. Hey, Dave, was that DSL bias drift uh, an issue with both the 50 and the 100 or just the 100? Sorry, what was what? The DSL oh. bias drift. Oh no, there was uh, over the years. There's been for both, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. I never had that with the fifty, but. Uh, and Super Chicks just wanted to thank you again for all your knowledge and having a big thank you, heart man. in sharing your knowledge with us. Thanks so much. I agree with him. Uh, Michael Nielsen said, "Yes, solid state preamp." Yeah, right. RG, right, or something. Maybe uh, how about a lab series? Maybe <laughs> John John Deshane, the Silver Milf. <laughs> that could work. I'm gonna cough, man. I think that'd be good. <coughs> the Silver Milf. I like that. The Silver Fox. Oh, that's funny. Dwight Bailey. Uh, hello, Mark. Hey, what's going on, man? Um, Vinny. Then he comes in with the question, Dave. I have a stereo 250 Mesa power That's amp. First problem, <laughs> it can take both EL34s and 6L6s. You know, like this power amp, and any thoughts on how synergy would sound through it? Well, I think you just heard now you're not stereo into it. 50 the 5050 or 250 stereo, stereo 250. Um, it's probably okay. I, I don't think I've really had a lot of experience with that particular amp. Um, sounds pretty good. Wait, stereo 250. What am I like not thinking about? So, there, the, oh, there's the 290. I have experience with that. That sounds, that's a pretty good sounding amp. I uh, I don't have experience with the 250, so I can't honestly tell you. Okay, but most likely it sounds pretty good. Looks like in the ch in the chat we got hit by some Bitcoin uh, spam. Awesome. Yeah, I tried to delete it too. It wouldn't Let's work. Let's go to Bitcoin, everyone. Yeah. So Let's you lose can, your money. I was going to say lose all your money. Lose all your money. Uh, the call, time for making money is gone, maybe. <laughs> call the Silver Jubilee module the Sterling. Ooh, I like that. It's not a bad idea to do this module. I think that's that may be a good option. I agree. I definitely agree. Um, especially since it's different, because I would have, before I would have said, oh, well, then it's just an 800 module. But yeah. No, it's, it's definitely different. It's so cool. Yeah. Uh, Anything guitars and amps. Hey guys, thoughts on a good noise gate for my small box. I use a lot of gain and higher volume and it has a loud hiss. 
with volume pod on the guitar off thoughts on the fortin i've never oh. tried the fortin i hear it's good um i mean obviously the um the stuff from um um decimator stuff is good mm. so i mean i use the boss definitely works well boss ns2 um, in the loop if you have a switcher or something you can switch it out you, the 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 MXR smart gate works well. Uh, I mean, if you're not, I mean the 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 the, the um, stuff from ISP is good. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Scott Short, yes, I have asked Paul Rivera to come on. Uh, I talked to his son. Uh, he what was the answer? Uh, he was going to talk to him, but uh, 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 let me let me follow that up. Okay. Yeah, I, I asked his son on Instagram, and he said he was going, he would talk to him. But you mentioned me, right? With the no, show yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. yeah because I know, were, I know Paul's son. They were focusing on their own show. They said yeah. or their own thing. Well, okay, but you know, hey, yeah, all is good. You know Can what I, I mean? Of course, yeah. Let Extra promotion. I, I, I don't, I don't really understand like not wanting to come on and promote your brand. I agree. I mean, if you have a brand, you should want to come on and promote it on as many platforms as you can. That's my thought. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Randy Price. Have you guys seen Matthew Scott on here on Instagram? That kid's a badass. Perfect blend of Hendrix, Stevie Ray Vaughan, and his own style. And Dave did tell us a Van Halen story, so we got that covered. Um, <laughs> I, I did. I told you a good one. I have not. Yeah, that was very good. I have not heard Matthew Scott, but I check him out. Yeah, I'll check him out. Uh, I mean, I know another badass kid is Taj Ferrant. Oh yeah, Taj uh, is great. You know, Taj, who who uh, is a Friedman artist. Uh, he's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Doug Marsoli, Mark, send someone to the drugstore for a home COVID test. Does food taste blah? Some Mucinex and rest will fix you. Also, ask Dave. If bias drift affected uh, DSL fifty or one hundred, both. Yeah, we got that answered for you. Yeah, I mean, like you know, the 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 bias drift thing, you'll know because <laughs> it'll you, your amp will fuck up basically. Mm. I have a COVID test at home. I've got a bunch of them. Um, I've already taken two, and uh, it was negative. But I'm going to try oh, it wait, again. Let me tell you, I took four when I thought maybe mm. and nothing, and then I went. Literally a couple days later, I went to the doctor. They did a rapid one that they have. I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. And uh, instantly. Yeah. So, so weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it was a little gnarlier this time. I got to say that. Uh, you know, it's more nagging. Like, you know, um, uh, when it starts getting into your chest, that becomes a problem. Right, the coughing is you know, a problem. And, and and the coughing and uh, mucus and things that that's a problem. Yes, mucinex does help to extent, kind of, not totally. Um, yeah, I should get me some mucinex too. Uh, it helps. Um, uh, you know, also eating uh, lemon lemon water, like hot lemon water, like a you know, uh, heat up a cup of water, nice and hot, 
put mm-hmm. fresh lemon in. Uh, it it helps um, alleviate the mucus. Yeah, it clears you yeah, out. Things like that. Because yeah. the mucus, is, what what the mucus is there for, you know, in your in your bronchial tubes, is to get rid of the to get rid of the virus. Right. Uh, it it's designed to protect you, and sometimes it overproduces. Right. And and when it overproduces, which I have a tendency to happen, uh, it, it's gnarly. <laughs> I yeah. mean, you're hacking stuff up all the time, but at least if it's loose, it's coming up. You know, that's good. But um, yeah, lemon water was my friend actually. Huh. Yeah, hot lemon water because it just loosens it all up. Or anything with vinegar too. Any kind of salad dressings with heavy vinegar, you know, will loosen all that stuff up. Huh. All right, good to know. Uh, yeah, thanks. I'm going to take a test before I go to bed. So, uh, yeah, and KXM Rock uh, Sweetwater have a used gear website. We talked about that. It's called uh, Gear Exchange. Gear Exchange. So, make sure you guys check it out. Gear Exchange. All right. Um, and Dan, the uh, 5150 Iconic is uh, in the mail. I get it next week sometime. So I'll let you guys know what I think. Uh, what are our thoughts on Fryat? We love Fryat. We love Fryat. We love Stevie. I was on his show recently, and, and that led to COVID. <laughs> actually, uh, all of them got COVID. I actually think I might have had it before then, but. It was kind of a coincidence. Mark, did you buy your Fender Pro Junior yet? Yes, I did. Killer amp. But what I ended up doing is returning it because I found locally a Silver Face Champ that really was doing exactly what I wanted. So I returned the Fender Pro Junior. Um, so, yeah. Pro Junior is a good amp, though. It is a very good amp. I, I, I think that for someone who wants to get that, for the money to get the Fender sound yeah that that is the amp to get definitely yeah um let's see uh i gotta run soon yeah we'll just go 10 more minutes and then okay we'll finish it that sounds eight. good yeah michael torin uh where's torin michael oh there he is i second the michael nielsen live session oh, what's that about what I don't know about some Michael Nielsen live session. Okay. Please uh, explain. We missed something. Michael Nielsen says, I'll I'll figure out how to do that. Oh, maybe he'll go live on his channel. I don't know. Guys, please explain. We missed something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it's here somewhere, I'm sure. But <laughs> Michael Wagner. I'd like to get Michael Wagner on. We tried. Did we? Yeah. What happened? He uh he, he said no. turned us down, but that was because I we'll see again. We can try again. I don't remember that. Yeah. Well, just so you guys know, the next couple shows that we have coming up, uh next Friday, Colleen Fazio of Fazio Electronics. Um then following after that. We've got Robert Keeley and Andy Timmons. Awesome. Who are coming on. And that is August 26th. So um, I'm getting ready to do the promos for those, both those shows. Just waiting for some pictures from the folks mm-hmm. and we'll get those made up. So those are the next two shows. 
looking forward to both of them. Uh, Rick Hollis, what's up, Rick? Rick, what's up, man? Make, make sure make sure you guys check out Rick Hollis's channel also. Would Dave be mortified if I send my Friedman Vintage S to Charles Cilia to put a Strat style output jack on top of the guitar? Side mount jacks suck for morning coffee jams on the couch. Man, I love Charles Cilia, man. So no, I don't care. <laughs> uh, Charles is awesome. In fact, Charles is a guy we should have on because he makes unbelievable guitars. Huh. Australian builder makes impeccable guitars. I have one of them. And it doesn't get nicer. Wow. Okay. That's a high compliment. Fact, uh, yeah. Uh, remind me about that, Mark. I'll, I will send that off and we will get Charles on because Charles is amazing, man. Okay. Just like killer guitars. Crazy maple tops, like insane really stuff. yeah awesome i have a semi-hollow from him uh i can show on the show if we do it with him and okay. uh, and it is uh yeah bitcoin look at this shit yeah they're all over the place yeah fuck fuck them why don't they send, um, us, send us a uh, super chat and i'll mention you guys <laughs> right come on come on bitcoin send us some money yeah we've tried matt brock uh maybe one day uh, maybe I can convince. I'll keep trying. One day, you know, maybe these people will decide to do interviews now that, unfortunately, Ed has passed. I'm trying to, like, see where what was said about what with Michael. Yeah. Uh, I got to fix myself here. My shorts are cramping my style. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. They're riding me. Uh, um, did we? Did we? God. I have to get to the end. Okay. Um, Vinny, I think I got to your super chat. There's some uh, other super chats, though. I know. I'm, I got to get to them. Uh, me again, guys. Raf 5.13. Uh, Dave, do you know how Fryat could do that wonderful deliverance module with only two tubes since the head has five preamp tubes? Well, you got you got to remember that um, <clears throat> there's probably in the head there's probably uh, a phase inverter tube. Don't need that, so it throws one out uh, down to four, and then um, you maybe um, you know I can't answer that. Let's get Stevie on. And again, and we'll we'll have him answer that. Hmm. <laughs> Essentially, with with a, with a synergy, you have what I mean. Technically, each There's tubes tube, in the each tube is half. So technically, you have one, two, three, four, five stages of 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 gain. So I, I have no idea what he did, and I'm not going to even pretend to know. So. Um, but remember, the Synergy actual, the rack unit itself has tubes in it. Yeah, well, yeah, one, one stage. Okay. So um, we would have to ask him. Okay. Um, which I think is a good idea. We should have him on again. Yeah, definitely. It's been a while since we've had It's been a long time, and we could talk about stuff. Yep. 
Uh, more guitars. Thank you. Oh my God. Does it get any more interesting than Dave giving the backstory on the Jakey e. Lee fucking 100 watt head? <clears throat> I agree. Awesome. It could <laughs> listen to this stuff. Like that is the exact story that I gave. It was exactly the, the scenario. Now, I mean, when you're making an amp for everyone, obviously you're not going to, they're not going to run it on 10. So he is, but no one else. Uh, Stay Curious wants to know, what's that blue guitar on your wall? That is a Ibanez RG550 signed by Steve Vai. That's cool. Yeah. When did you get that signed? Uh, I sent him the back plate on the guitar. Oh, that's cool. And uh, he signed it for me. That's nice. Yeah, really nice. He's Steve was one of the nicest guys, you know, and Steve Lukather also. Those two guys, one some of the nicest people I've ever. Yeah, met. they were. Uh, Steve's very. Uh, Steve Vai is a very, very nice guy and um, very cool. Like yeah, him. just Humble. very low key. Yeah, yeah. No, no ego. No. Seriously. Uh, Zeke Downey, thank you. Hello, love my BE100 Deluxe. I know I can get a JJ tones from it, uh, but still long for a JJ100. What do you think, Dave? Love the show, guys. Well, you can get JJ tones from it, but if you love the look of the JJ100, well, you should have both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Or, or, get, or get the junior. Just get both. Isn't that a t-shirt slogan? Yes, I, I've been meaning to do that. Just get both. <laughs> <laughs> Just buy both. Just get both. Um, okay. Uh, Dave, what matters most in an amp's design to keep it tight but still have a lot of low end? Mm. Well, when you, when you cascade gain stages from gain stage to gain stage, you can't have a lot of low end because it starts mucking it up. So it's better to add the low end later in the power section. So when you're cascading the stages, they don't get like this flubby thing. A lot of that's been done, you know, over, over time, uh, a lot of companies, even diesel and stuff have, you know, kind of kept the low end out of the front end, you know, um it also gives a better feel hmm. um because when the gain stages are kind of shall we say let's put it simply tripping over each other um you know like you're stumbling down a hill so to speak um it it, it doesn't really add to sustain so to speak you know gotcha uh, Jason Tong, I agree with you. It's a no-brainer to go on Tone Talk. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, man, thanks for all the the stuff you've done. Like uh, for people, uh, Jason's done some repairs and things for uh, people that are that are in Australia. You know, because you know, getting repairs there is a problem. And uh, and thank you. Uh, he's he's fixed up a couple amps for me. Um, and thank you for that. Uh, Trevor Norse, Dave, I'm looking forward to receiving my second Friedman amp tomorrow. Twin sister combo. My first is your BE50 Deluxe 
just amazing work you do for us tone lovers thank you oh yeah, cool man. You, man i, I enjoy your combo if you got any issues let me know um uh, i'm sure you will <laughs> everyone, <laughs> everyone lets me know if there's an issue hopefully um, there's no issues but you know stuff happens with tubes and things you know just like normal but uh, we strive to be perfect but you know it's just it's just impossible brad uh thanks man rsv symptoms are very similar uh i don't think i have rsv rsv around. my daughter had rsv it's what uh, is rsv um it's a respiratory condition oh okay but i'm, I'm not sure what, what the rsv stands for um but yeah I, I don't think i have that but thank you if it gets any worse i will go see a doctor i'm actually going to see for my um my that just happened to be in my yearly checkup is on thursday so if i still feel like shit well, there you go i have a doctor appointment on thursday also oh okay well we'll call each other and let us know how our old man problems are god <laughs> trust me trust me like i have a guy that works for me jamie and like you know we're he just had a his first colonoscopy <laughs> and of course oh, we're discussing that <laughs> and i'm like sitting there looking at him and go man this is old man problems <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, and none of us care what we're discussing either right oh yeah and i did this and that <laughs> you know <laughs> and you're just like yeah yeah i know i had that too yeah, yeah whatever exactly yeah <laughs> just like i i i, I i'd like shake my head and just go Man, I got an old. <laughs> man, this is what we talk about. Yeah. Uh, Waterford Giant, thank you, man. Did you connect with Far Ferrant and his Kiesels during his U.S. shows? And for all you out there, get your boosters. Yes. Um, did you connect with Fer Ferrant when his did he do when he did his uh, U.S. shows? Nope. Um, you know what I'm talking about. What's his name? The guy from Australia. No no i didn't uh okay um i mean i talked to him a few times because he had one problem with his amp that we got sorted when he was out but he would no i i didn't i didn't actually get to see him this time we we missed each other gotcha yeah. uh james mauer i hope you guys are well dave just curious on your thoughts on the helix floor in terms of tone and features man i gotta say that i mean the helix floor is quite good i mean um I, I mean the helix stuff is good i mean they did a pretty convincing model of a be amp in it and it's i gotta say it's i like it it's pretty good hmm. you know um i'm not one for too much for pages of stuff you know like i, I want to turn a knob you know like uh, more trouble less trouble boom knob boom there right uh, as opposed to where's the trouble Where's the base? You know, you're like paging through things. Uh, but but Helix has done a good job. I mean, they they did a good job with stuff and they, they've made some good products. So, I mean, I can't really fault it. Yeah. Uh, Mark Becker. Thank you. My JCM 900 DR makes a loud high whistle on both channels, whether a guitar is connect, connected or not. When I turn the volume past six, it gets worse the more I crank it. The tech didn't find anything. Any ideas? 
so um are the guitars connected or not so did the tech not hear this i um i don't know um hard hard to say without hearing it being in it seeing it you know no ideas Oh, by the way, yes, Bill Landry. Uh, unless, unless you're getting RF into your amp, hmm. where it's just bleeding into your amp. And, I mean, I could I could tell if you send me a video of the sound, I could tell if it's RF or not. Easy. I mean, if, if you're getting something from a modem or something like that, uh, by far, you know, yeah, that maybe that's why the tech didn't find anything. Hmm. All right, reach out to Dave. Yeah. Uh, well, first, before I go there, uh, Tone Dragon, Dave and Mark, thoughts on the Diamond Memory Lane Jr.? I've never heard of it. The Diamond Memory Lane, Memory, Memory Lane there we go, um, <laughs> was a cool, um, I don't know about the Jr., but, I mean, the, the big original one was a cool analog delay. Um, I'm assuming the Jr. is just a, smaller version of it um i'm sure it's quite good actually because the original was good okay but i don't have any direct experience with it i did reach out to bill landry and he has agreed to come on i just need to schedule him uh sometime in september uh i've asked this question too how long is the vhnda <laughs> hopefully uh people will start talking um I, i'd love to hear some stories i understand that um oh god what's his name now i'm totally drawing a blank um he did an interview with sunset sound just recently not ted templeman but don landy don no. landy yeah yep he did an interview i didn't see that it's, it hasn't been published yet. Oh, okay. But I heard that they they wrote that he ha, that he has come in for the interview. Shit, man! I want that interview. I know. I want to see that too, right? Yeah. No, I want him on the show. Oh, I'd love to have him on the show too, but that'll never happen. Um, but yeah, he's he's going to be on uh, Sunset Sound. So enjoy. Uh, Let's see, Mark, Karen Bassat. Mark, I had this issue on a Fender Reverb. It was a bad tube. I tapped the tubes. One was microphonic, replaced it, problem gone. Okay. I'm not sure which issue you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, well, that's normal. You had a microphonic tube. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I think we've got a couple more Super Chats before we run. Timothy Pierce. Thank you, man. Hello, David Mark. How about bringing on Mike Learn or Lee Garver? I, I, I'm sorry, but I don't know who those people are. Me either. <laughs> I, I apologize. Enlighten, enlighten me uh, because I might be missing something. I'll have to look him up. I don't know. I've heard Mike Learn is definitely a name I've heard. I just don't know who it is. I think both the names are things I've heard, but I don't know who that is. For some reason, Lee Garber reminds me of a baseball player, but um, but I know that's not true. So, uh, D Jim Becker, what's up, man? 
miss hey, you. I haven't seen you in a few years. Uh, hey, Mark and Dave, long time. Yes, it has. Uh, Dave, you probably have been asked this a bunch. Will there be a solid state amp line to get younger players in the Friedman camp, much like PRS did with the SE line? Isn't that kind of the mini? I mean, that maybe is the mini, the Friedman mini that exists. Um, I guess. Yeah, that would be that. Is there going to be a cheaper thing? Probably not. Um, although that price did come down a little uh, on those. Um, we're just not a company that does like these, you know, super cheap amps that, you know, black star ish kind of things with effects built in and things like that. Right. You know, that, that would be all fine and dandy and that would be cool, but, uh, it's just not our wheelhouse. That's not so what he's saying doing. bigger than the mini series is really what he means. So yeah, probably, I mean, you know, like, you know, the, the mini series is problematic a little bit because, you know, you, you have, uh, a cool, amp that's in a wood head shell which sets it apart from everything that's cheap you know what i mean because you're you're getting this like cool little wood head shell and you're getting this cool little thing and um you know a lot of people say well i can get this black star and this and that for this and yeah it's all plastic and it's all you know it's a piece of plastic and right it's not doesn't really have the cool part you know like the the idea originally with, with the head was give it a wood head shell and make it like a little baby cool thing. Right. And that was the whole idea. Um, uh, it's done reasonably well. It could have done better. but Really? Yeah. I thought you guys sold out. Well, initially, we did really well, yeah. Yeah. Um. This is a Soldano version of it that's really cool, also. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, collect them all. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I reached out to uh, Steve and Elo to get one. Yeah. They're, yeah, Soldano was cool. Yeah. Um, Alex B., I think you're the last super chat before we got inundated with Bitcoin uh, chats. Uh, Dave, what are your thoughts on impact of tone and feel when you run through a digital effects unit like a Helix that has no dry through or no parallel mixer? Well, obviously, if you had a dry through or parallel mixer, it would be better. Um, that would depend on the unit you're talking about exactly. I mean, sometimes the, the conversion is really quite good and you don't really notice anything, and the latency is good, and it's not that bad. Uh, other times, it can be not good at all. Uh, so I, I prefer analog drive path for sure. Like, you know, like a, a Boss a DD500 has an analog drive path. Uh, Strymon stuff has an analog drive path. Um, a bunch of other stuff has analog drive path. You can always use an external mixer. Like uh, the Musicom Labs Paralyzer. Uh, uh, by the way, I, I actually have a bunch of those that I can sell people. Hmm. Um, that's a great little unit for doing parallel mixing and switching, and it's MIDI. 
Um, so if you don't know about that, um, look it up. It's really cool. And uh, like I said, I, I do have some here in stock. So if you're interested, let me know. Okay. Uh, Steve Quaid, Mark, how did you get to know Dave? And to Dave, what has been your proudest moment in your career? I love the show. Thanks, guys. Uh, <laughs> how I got Can to you know Dave? Uh, go ahead. Well, <clears throat> <I'm>, <clears throat> sorry. <clears throat> Leftover COVID. <clears throat> um, uh, I met Mark on a sh another show, another uh, person's show that Mark was co-host on, and uh, he left that show. And then we were in contact still, and I go, hey, why did you leave that show? And, you know, he explained his reasoning, and I'm like, maybe we could do a show. But here I go, but here's the deal. <laughs> here's the deal. I can't do the logistics of it. Uh, you, you have to, like, basically host it. Um, uh, uh, I just don't have that kind of time or mind space to be able to do that right, right now. Um, I'm too busy with my normal everyday stuff. So, uh, we, you know, we started Tone Talk. It's pretty simple. Yep. <clears throat> and so, you know, and over, uh, over five years. Yeah, absolutely. We, we've been going. We have a lot of shows. We've done a lot of stuff, and it's been fun. And uh, we, we keep going and we keep trying to bring you people that you want to hear and see. Uh, and then we do these, you know, Dave, Ask Dave shows, which is basically you just abuse me um, <laughs> with questions. And that's fine because I, welcome it um you've been your proudest moment um that dave uh, that, uh the uh, proudest Ed, moment would have been the thing i explained earlier with the eddie, eddie van halen amp yeah so go back and watch that and you'll get the answer uh leonard rodriguez uh, adam reaver of fu tone can you get him uh adam is always welcome to be on the show um, i would love to have adam actually if he'd like to come on yep adam's welcome i'm not sure if he's a big fan of mine, um, but uh, I, I like Adam and would like to have him on the show. So, yeah, uh, if you guys want to have him on, tell him you want him on, and uh, yeah, we'd be happy to host him. Yep. Um, so, uh, let's see. Anybody else? Uh, uh, once again, Dave, your hair looks awesome. Which gel did you say you used? <laughs> speech <laughs> uh lay right super hold lay right super hold yeah all right timothy pierce david and a little hairspray mike learned paints what's what what'd you say and a little bit of hairspray oh mike learned paints custom shop guitars for jackson charvel oh yeah that's where the name comes from okay and mike uh excuse me and lee garber owns gmw oh okay Okay. Thank you for clarifying. GMW, someone said, what's GMW? They're a guitar GMW brand. Guitar Works, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, they've been around in a long time. Uh, and thank you. I think we make a great pair as well. Um, it's been a Some fun. Some people might disagree. I, I Well, I know. But you know what? Fuck them. I say fuck them. Exactly. Um. Big fuck you to uh, anybody who doesn't. You guys like gotta it. understand. 
Mark does a lot of back stuff with this stuff, you know, like he books the guests. He, 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 he does the tests. I mean, Mark goes out of his way to make this happen. So this wouldn't happen without Mark. So if I don't like it, fuck you. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. Um, Yeah. And with that, let's see. uh, Oh, uh, let's see. You three YouTube shows in no particular order. Tone Talk, The Malcontents, and Uncle Doug. I, I would say... Yeah, also- I gotta tell you, The Malcontents are like this, this fucking no-holes-bar fucking mess that, <laughs> I, that I like. I like it because of that. Yeah. Um, when I was on there, it was just like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> the topics were flying. The topics were flying left and right, you know? You, there, there's, about there, there, you, you don't know what you're going to get with that. That is a very niche show. Yeah. Uh, but which I love. I love it. I love it for that. I've known Stevie so long and I love him. So, uh, you know, he's a, he's a good friend of mine. So um, please, please go watch the malcontents if you get it. Yeah. Great. Definitely watch, yeah. uh, Mark, did you get to think you get to know all these people you've met because of Tone Talk? L. Scott Music, great question. Uh, the answer is no. And my uh, my wife actually says that I actually uh, made it to the music industry this way because I wasn't able to do it from a uh, musician point of view. And uh, I love it. It's to be able to uh, do this, talk with Dave, meet so many great people robert keely and andy timmons and steve vi and steve lukather and the names go on yeah it's great that i've, that I've been able to meet in these six years yeah i mean thanks to dave um it's amazing i never thought i'd be able to do it and uh i'm very very lucky i I'm mean very- the same the same thing goes for me uh you know in my career you, I, I sit back and think when I was a kid, you know, in Detroit, and 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 my friend Marty and I from Motor City Guitar were going to see shows, and we would we we I mean we would see every every rock show that was through Detroit, which Detroit was a major hub, so right. you know you, you literally every tour every tour would come through Detroit, you know, and of course you know we're we you know in the days when you had to wait for tickets outside the the record store mm-hmm. you know um we were we were out there in the middle of the night you know waiting for tickets and shit and um man you know to come full circle mm-hmm. and to think about the fact that now i've worked for almost every person that I ever idolized or saw. Right. Um, is kind of crazy when you think about it. It is mind blowing. Uh, you know, it's kind of mind blowing. You know, it's like, you know, you're John Sykes and the Warren D. Martinis and the Eddie Van Halen. Well, Eddie fucking Van Halen, motherfucker, Eddie Van Halen. Right. You know, <laughs> um, uh, you know, um and so many more that I just didn't mention right there you know, uh, of, of guitar greats that I've worked for over the years and it's humbling, you know, it's, 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 it's interesting, because, you know, cause I'll, I'll every once in a while just get this little tinge of, 
you know, when I was a kid and I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm standing right in front of Warren D. Martini right now. And he's playing through this amp that I just worked on. And huh? Yeah. Well, dude, he's that playing day, in the room that day when yeah. I met him, when I met Warren. Yeah. I was just sitting. Yeah. And watching him play. And I was just like, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, it's the same, same, same thing when, when the first time Eddie Van Halen and, and oh, yeah. you're, you're seeing, uh, you know, Eddie Van Halen on his worst day was fucking epically great. Yeah. You know, and, um, and, and, and when you, if you, if you just start thinking about when you were a child, I've come so far. Right. And I've done so much. And, and that's a really interesting, um, I mean, I mean, everyone almost. I, I, I mean, I'm just like not like Jimmy Page, yeah, well, uh, not Jeff a few Scott. others, but mostly every every guitar guy I ever, Joe Perry, um, George Lynch, Warren D. Martini, John Sykes, Akira Takasaki, Jake Eddie Lee. Van Halen, Jakey Lee. Zach Wild, yeah. What's goes on? Um, uh, and the list, list goes on, but you know, all the greatest guitar players ever, I've had a chance to work for. It's amazing, uh, and 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 you know, and when I think about it, even now as I'm saying this, I'm like going, "Damn," you know, that's that's cool. It is because I never thought, you know, as a kid, I what. I didn't know that, you know, that was going to happen. And if someone had told you, you wouldn't have believed it. No. Well, I mean, no, not at all. Right. It's crazy. Uh, let's see. Uh, was there any, Oh, uh, Ben Coombs, Mark's met me. Nothing to brag about. Hey, you're a great guy, Ben. Hey, make sure, you, <laughs> make sure you guys check out, uh, Ben's show. Also, Ben's a great guy. Uh, I don't even know what show he has. What show does he have? Oh Ben Ben is uh he's he's the moderator for um Pete Thorne's show also. Oh, oh well and, yeah. I, and, okay. And Ben has his own show called uh Canucks with Guitars. Oh, okay. He's a Canadian, like like there you me. go. Um let's see. Paul Reed Smith is not coming on the show, I'll tell you that. Um that was a no. That was a no. Um, but that's okay. Uh still like his guitar. He makes a hell of a guitar absolutely um and all right so guys well, someone says i gotta get zach on the show i'm working on that no problem that that probably will happen oh my wife's going to dunkin donuts to get some donuts sweet wait Just, what time is it uh it's 11 30 11 22 and she's going to dunkin donuts now she's running out with my son i guess they gotta i think it was a donut donut time donut run donut run <laughs> wow. all right yeah make sure you guys check out uh ben's channel and please check do. out check out sweetwater and um and fixpedalboards.com next guest like i said is colleen fazio of, of fazio electronics colleen is super cool she works on amps and has got a cool channel make sure you check out her and um 
And then we've got Andy Timmons and Robert Keeley on August 26th. That's right. like, that's going to be awesome. Can't wait for that. So you guys have a great weekend. I'm going to go uh, suck on a VIX and eat a donut. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right, man. Have a great night, guys. Take care.